Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. China is banning children from playing online games for more than three hours a week. The harshest restriction so far on the game industry as regulators in the country crack down on the technological sector. Now, let's be clear, the Chinese are doing it for different reasons. Quite sinister reasons, actually. They don't want Western influences on young Chinese people. But in saying that, they're also concerned about the lack of workers that they have and people not being focused anymore and academia, I suppose, as well. And they're right, because there has been numerous studies. I mentioned one today. We didn't have time to talk about it too much today. We only got to talk to two callers. But the main study by Anderson and Bushman said, basically that simulated violence like that in video games can become people can become immune to violence and more inclined to act violently themselves and become desensitized and the American Psychological Association also concluded that there's a consistent uh, a correlation between violent games and the use of aggression and on social isolation and also that if you play violent video games or play any video games consistently for more than 2 to 3 hours per day people who do that and children who do that or young people teenagers I suppose they're talking about are more likely to fail in life because they isolate themselves socially from doing other things and they become addicted. And video game addiction is a serious problem. It's like alcohol. It's like drugs. It's like everything else. It's a serious addiction. Sometimes, you know, you got kids, young boys or girls go down to the room and maybe it's handy for parents because it's like a little babysitter. It's handy for parents just to have the kids down there on their own, playing their games, not bothering anybody. You forget about them, really, can't you? They're being babysat by their PlayStation or their Xbox. That's not the way we should do it, but Fortnite, isn't that the game? They all play. And they just become addicted to it. You know? So, what's the point in having children if you're going to have them stuck in a room all day playing a video game? But the number's 87 I know we can't follow suit. And I don't suggest for a minute after everything I've just said in the last 10 minutes that Ireland should be some sort of communist country where we bring in legislation to stop people playing games. Everything should be a personal responsibility to some degree. But in theory, is it a good idea to ban them from playing these games for the full week? In China, they're saying that you can't play video games all week and you can play it for one hour Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And they have the technology to do this, by the way, in China, to kick them offline. But I want to ask you a question. Is it a good idea as parents? Forget about the government. I don't want the government to legislate. I'm sick of the government legislating for things. Sure, even the president himself said he was sick of signing legislation. Although, that didn't stop him from doing it. Anyway, but the question is, should we as parents take this more seriously? When we look at all the evidence that's out there, and there is an abundance of evidence out there where gaming addiction has had a huge, huge impact on children's lives and young people's lives. Now, let's be clear, most young people are not addicted, but some are. How do you know they're addicted? When they isolate themselves socially, when they don't really have any friends, when they stay down and they're playing their game all day long, and they even isolate themselves from their own families. That's how you know they're addicted. And it can be a serious, serious problem. So do we need to do more as parents? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Should we do more as parents to stop children or certainly reduce the amount of gaming time that they have? Daniel, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Daniel? Hi, Noel. I'm doing really good. Daniel, my son, 
you were older than me. Sorry, that I just that was just impromptu. It just came into my head, Daniel. I couldn't help myself. Oh, very good. It's always nice to listen to your voice, uh, your singing voice. <laughs> yeah, most people don't say that, to be honest with you. They'd rather shoot themselves, but however, than listen to me singing, but however. <laughs> Daniel, I mean, I, I don't suggest that we could legally police it. We probably can't. But in saying that, should parents be policing it? Well, uh, to be honest, yeah. Parents should be uh, pulling it better, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I wouldn't agree in uh, legally policing it, like for some guards or anything like that, because it thinks we have too many issues in this country that we could look into before we look into that, okay? Y- yeah. Obviously, it's going to bring us problems later down the line. For example, I work in construction, and we have a serious shortage of, of workers in construction. There's nobody signing on for, for apprentices anymore. Okay. Now, every kid wants to be in technology now, don't they? They all want to do something indoors. I think, you know, the, the days of the hardened man going out and the rough skin and carrying concrete blocks, they don't want to be that anymore. No, no. And the point is, like, our society has been changing so long. I'm here 20 years in Ireland. And what I can see in the younger generations like that, if Johnny can work for uh, 20 euros an hour as a labourer, okay, so at an hour... Or go in for an apprenticeship where he gets to quit a week, okay? But in the future, in the long run, he will have a better job, he will earn more, and all that. They don't, most, most of them don't see that, that far away. They only want now what they get now. They're looking what, what they have for tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, We're going to have a serious lack of uh, carpenters, electricians, plasterers, brickies. Uh, there's going to be a serious lack of them in about 10 years' time. Oh, it will be, it will be. And uh, at the moment, there's a serious lack of, of uh, I'm a carpenter, and it's impossible to find. And if you find somebody that wants ridiculous money, and uh, of the job is not good, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I, I, by the way, I have a go at carpentry myself. I'm not great, but I'll have a go at it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I have, I have two friends, they're females, and they are brilliant at carpentry. And uh, I, I must admit, like they they run the show at their houses, you know. Yeah, no, I I love I love tr- I love trying my hand at things for for one. I'll do it once, and if I make a mess of it, I get someone to do it then. But I love trying things. You know? Yeah, but that, that's the spirit of things. What the young, younger generation nowadays don't are not driven anymore. No, they they're not, that. and you're right because if you said to your average eighteen or nineteen year old now, all right, do me a favor there, you wouldn't try and you know plaster up those holes first there in the wall while I go over and paint this other wall. They wouldn't have a clue what to do. Yeah, I actually was out today pricing a kitchen, and your woman say, "Oh, uh, could you do a bit?" She was banging on the price, you know. And I said, "Look, the thing is, like, when I come in and I find a problem in your kitchen when I'm fitting it, I go go and find a solution for the problem. I'm not going to stop and call the boss or or, or, or come yeah. back come or let you know." And I think that's a lack lack of. Uh, 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 Acknowledge the problem and find a solution for it. It's not only in, in construction things. In general, I say with, with the internet and all the uh, communication, yes, it's handed to heaven. I have, find lots have of teenagers and young people become lazy. I wouldn't say lazy. I would blame a lot of technology. It, it, things come too handy for them. For example, I lo- use a lot of technology, YouTube, and all that. Sometimes I don't find anything okay, a solution for something. I go on YouTube. That's there what I is, do all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's carpenters groups, um, there's a massive uh, uh, group called Carpenters Talk Group. It's based like in England, but the people all over the world on it, okay? Obviously, there's lots of slagging, lots of banter going on and all that, you know? Mm. The, the usual, uh, what goes on building sites. But at the same time, if you put some picture up there and say, Lance, I have a question, could anybody help? Probably 
uh, uh, Mark or, or Johnny up down America, oh yeah, so this is not that. You see, and that's what I like about people go after things and such. But unfortunately, I think the young generation, uh, there's a lack of, of uh, winning and, to do something. And oh. where, where do the video games come into all this? Do you think they're playing them too much? Or they, have they become addicted to these games? Well, look, I, I never I never came, uh, thanks God, I never was into much technology and, and, and all that. You know, for me, it's more like a, taking a ball or, or taking yeah, a Yeah, yeah, I get you. Wow, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a beautiful wild man, you know, myself. But uh, I think so. In one point, uh, parents have to be blamed a little bit, okay? Because come Christmas, comes uh, Easter. Christmas nowadays is not anymore about the spirit of, of sitting around a table and having dinner, goes to your grandparents and all that. It's all about how much did you pay, uh, g- give to your child? Or yeah. I get them 500 quid, I get them 1,000 euros, I get them a PlayStation, get them a phone, get them that, okay? So the parents are to be blamed in certain point in that, okay? So if you keep giving them new PlayStation every year, new phone every year, obviously kids will take it. They will blame it, okay? And what the parents do, look, I work in houses and then the kids start growing. What the parents do, just hand them the iPad. Why? Because the kids keep quiet and the parents can do what they want, you know? They see a way out of it. So it just makes the parenting easy. Yeah. Parenting easy, yeah. but at the same time, they automatically lose the control over, 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 over their own kids. And then the kids you know? kind of isolate from their own parents and they're down in their room or they're up in their room or whatever it is, they're in their room and they don't contribute or take part in the family anymore. No, no. I th- he thinks in lots of households, like the, the family meal are on the table, no phones, no technology. I think it's a long time, long gone. I remember, I could tell you now, when you see nowadays the way things happen, when I was young and you were sitting at the table, and don't get me wrong, we didn't have earphones or we didn't have <laughs> mobile phones. Or anything, but if there was... And if I even suggested or took a phone out and my father was there, he'd, he'd put his fist through you. You weren't even allowed. I remember sitting around. My mom would have the dinner ready at half past five every day. Half past five every single day. It was on the button, right? My father would come in from work. Dinner would be ready, right? So we'd all sit around the table. Television would be turned off immediately as soon as the dinner was called, right? Yeah. And, and you were not allowed to leave the table unless you had permission from my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty much raised up that in my account as well. Yeah. And I tell you a good one. Uh, my uncle used to have the, the bad habit of, of uh, I don't know if I say it right, Burton, you know? Yeah. And there would be a conversation at the table. People would talk to each other. They'd communicate. Yeah, well, what happened? What was your day like? All this kind of stuff. We weren't just yeah. sitting there staring into phones and, and, you know what I mean? But nowadays, kids don't get that. I mean, kids have their dinner at different times than their parents. They have what they want to eat instead. It's all different. It's all changed. And I don't think that's a good thing. No, no. You Did you ever get help from your father and mother doing your homework when, when, when you were a kid? Say that again. Did you ever get When you came home from school, you had to do homework. Yeah. Did you ever get help from them? Not really, no. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say they ever really helped me at all, but I, I think you just got on with it. You get on with it. Because you know, yes, unfortunately, there was, there was bad things like they hit you, uh, they smacked you and all that. Yeah. I tell you what, it didn't kill us, it toughened us up because we know our place. Stay like, there, oh. stay there for a second, Daniel. Um, uh, Peter, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say to him, Peter. How's it going, man? Daniel is a rock of sense. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, oh, your, well, your kids play games, do they? Yeah, um, I was only saying it to. Uh, who rang me earlier on? I was involved with setting up events a few years back for youth in a in a certain area. Yeah. And I remember it started at something like uh, five o'clock in the evening, and at five o'clock the next morning they're still sitting at the computer screen 
after ordering pizza and not even getting up to get the pizza. And for 14 hours straight, they're sitting in front of, front of a computer screen. It's not good for the mentally. Playing a game, yeah. Yeah, it's not good for them mentally. It's not good for them physically. And it's not good relationally with other people either. Because they're talking to some bloke from China, some bloke from Russia, and they have all these clans. And they're all, these games are made to keep the kids bet into them to go to the next level, level, I'm level 70, and then there's a young fellow next to me, level 68. He's trying to get to level 70 just to be as good as his friend, and his friend has already gone two levels ahead of him, and it never ends. These games are designed to suck the life out of the kids that play them. And I even add some adults as well. Mm. I mean, I play, I, I play computer games now. I, I'll be honest with you, the last time I played a game was probably about six weeks ago, four, well, five or six weeks ago. I don't have time to do it, but... Now and again, I might get two hours and I'll sit down and play GTA or Red Dead Redemption on my PlayStation. Have you gotten that on the Commodore 64, Noel? <laughs> <laughs> I had the Commodore 64. I remember them well. Yeah. So I've always, play, I've always played games, but I've never been yeah. addicted to them, ever. No. You but know? It's a serious, a serious uh, addiction in a lot. Not, not every young person, now, and a lot of young people today, there's a serious addiction. As soon as the homework's finished or the dinner, straight up the stairs, onto the computer, whether it's FIFA, World of Warcraft, all these games where you have to get to the next level and have the best players. And the only way you can do that is by playing this game for hours on end. And it's disgraceful. Like you see over in China, the stories of people being plugged into a game for 23 hours and getting up and dropping dead after, after being 23 hours in, on a computer screen. I know, I was watching it on, I was watching it on the news today. Yeah, they were talking about how serious it's become over there now. And and the biggest problem for the Chinese, of course, is they need workers. And, and yeah. they're not, they can't get workers anymore because kids now don't want to be like their mom and dads and, you know, I'm working manual jobs. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of slave labor go, goes on over there as well. But yeah. they don't want to be like mom and dad and go out and work. They want to, you know, they want to go to college and stuff, which is a good thing, by the way, to want to go to college. But they're not going to achieve that either playing games. No, well, you see, everything in society is getting further and further away from human contact, human relation, and it's like, right, I understand the COVID, but it's taken away shaking somebody's hand. It's taken away touch. Everything was virtual. You had to order stuff online. Amazon was out the door. The, I miss the shaking people. I, by the way, I miss shaking people's hands. Yeah, or, or giving someone a hug, or, mm. or how you haven't seen it in years. And touch has been taken out of our society with covid with virtual things regarding games to children, and slowly but surely, while losing touch with each other because of all this stuff, it's sad and to see. It's sad to see children becoming addicted to games, whereby yeah. that's all they do all day long. If it's they're not, not you know, and they're they're playing them on their playstations, their Xboxes, or staring into their phone, or whatever yeah. it is, you know. And I know, and I know the phones can be addictive. You know, I'm often on Twitter myself and stuff like that. But I couldn't sit there all day staring into it. But kids can no. have the ability to do that for some reason. If they're, if they're allowed to. There has to be, like, a law brought in here will be brought, if, if it's brought in here, good and, and proper. But as parents, we have to make sure that children are watching the right content. Like, if I, I have a 10-year-old and she asks, could you get big YouTube? No. Big YouTube is not good for you. When you get to that age where you're allowed your own YouTube account, you can watch that, and the same with me son. They're not allowed to watch things, and I monitor them, close, monitor them closely. They're only allowed to watch stuff suitable to their ages and play games suitable to their ages. 
Well, I, but I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like playing games, but I like last weekend we were doing a bit of work myself, and my partner, uh, at the back garden, and we were painting fences and stuff like that, and all that kind of carry on. And I, I enjoy that much more. It was a beautiful day as well. Enjoy that much more than I would sitting down and playing a video game or looking into a mobile phone. One bit of technology that's brilliant now is Fitbits and step counters. Yeah. And the son and the daughter would be like to me, go on a walk, I want to get my steps up. And I think they're brilliant. And that encourages kids to get out. I love that Pokemon game where the kids... Oh, that's where they had to go looking for the Pokemons. Yeah, yeah. that that didn't last long. No, because it was getting them outside and it didn't... It wouldn't last long in this country with the weather. Yeah, Pokemon Go, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean that was about five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, it only lasted a few months, yeah. I think I even had it myself at one stage. (laughs) (laughs) Running around the estate looking for Pokemon and all. But stuff like that is great. Because it gets them out, yeah. Count the steps. It helps their sleep patterns. But I mean, but you're listening to what Daniel said. The knock-on effect to this is you have kids who are plugged into technology and then they want to go into technology as a career and people like Daniel won't exist anymore. A carpenter, an electrician, a plasterer, a brickie. You know, and and we need people, by the way, and I'm not meaning to demean people, but we need people to sweep the streets. We need people to collect the bins. We need people to to put up scaffoldings. We need people to, generally men who do all these jobs, by the way, we need people to do all of those jobs. But if we continue like this, we will have nobody to do those jobs in 10 years' time. I think there's a lot of people that are not involved with gaming to the extent that some are. Like some young lads will stick to a PlayStation and play with their friends. Then you have another generation, another young lads that have PCs. And that, that opens up a whole world of gaming where, as I said, you have to level up. If you're off for a day or two, you get so far back. And kids feel like they have to keep leveling up or they're not. It's yeah. giving them a sense of... of, of a comp- See, Daniel is lost game. in this conversation because Daniel doesn't play the games at all. Yeah, but I only know because of young children. Oh, I know, I know. All this stuff. But I mean, it's okay, so what What do you do if Johnny and Mary are, is in their bedroom and I suppose it was more difficult during COVID because you had nowhere to send them. Although that, people keep saying that to me. Oh, well, during the COVID, we had no choice. I said, you did have a choice. They could go outside the door. Yeah. There was never rules that you couldn't go outside your door, right? No. But anyway, what do you do if Johnny and Mary, 15, 16 years of age, they're up there, they're playing, you know, Grand Theft Auto, whatever it is, or Call of Duty, you know, six and seven hours a day. What, what do you do? Plug out their internet. Get them out of the house. Get them doing stuff and letting them know that life is not all about gaming. Technology, yeah, you can go and try to get a job there, but there's hundreds and thousands of people involved in that um, sort of work. And you, you time them, you make sure their friends are their own age. That's a, a big, big thing now at mm-hmm. the minute. Like, I tell my children, you do not friend any person until I see I check the friend list regularly, make sure they have... Some, and I know, Peter, because of the list. life you had, you're overcautious. And I get that. And by the way, that's not a big deal. I, I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. I'd look, I'm, I'm thinking of a bit of a traditionalist, Noel, in all honesty. Yeah, well, look, you've had a bad experience in life and you just don't want... And, and you're right, you don't want the children, your children to have the life you had. Yeah, you but there's my young, young lad. He built his own PC uh, two Christmases ago. Like bought his parts and built his own computer, so he he, lo- he loves technology, but he knows that there's more to life than that. He loves getting out and walking. He loves playing football. Like he's he's out. Playing so there's football. a balance. Yeah, there's no harm yeah. in that. Once there's a balance, and Daniel, yeah. that's what you're saying. There's no more balance. The balance is gone. No, like in fairness, like lots 
Peter seems to be a nice chap there. He's doing a good job there, these kids. But, but a lot of parents don't do it anymore. There's no social skills anymore. Uh, they don't teach him anymore. Like, you grow up, me and Peter probably, we were taught how to cut grass, how to fix this, how that. No, nothing gets done anymore. I think so. The parents is the biggest problem here. Like they get, they hand too much to the kids, okay? And that, the kids cannot be blamed, okay, pretty much. Because if you look on another point, and you're an adult, there's alcohol, depression, there's lots of addictions out there, there's drugs and all that. Mm-hmm. For the kids, the only thing that's going to get them hooked is games. And the big companies know that. Okay? That's, that's, uh, you, that's one of the biggest uh, money-making industry in, in, in the world. And what you're essentially saying is we as parents are enabling them to do that by buying this stuff for the kids because they can't afford to buy it themselves anyway. So it's us that's buying it. Not only buying it. I wouldn't say, say on the buying, but on the, on the point of controlling them. They're the parent, okay? Let the kids trust them a bit more. Like when you were growing up, me growing up, we went missing for the whole day. We knew. I know, yeah. I know. Dinner was ready. Nowadays, they cannot even cross roads. They've been, they've been like wrapped in, in cotton wool, okay? They need to trust the kids a bit more. Give them a bit more responsibility, okay? Raise them. And they are probably 13, 14 years old. Treat them more like adults, okay? Than just kids, kids all the time. Okay, but do me a favor. Stay there for a second because I want to come to Neve in a second, but I have to take a quick break. We are talking about video games, and I'm asking you, do pe- do kids play them too much? And what sort of damage do you believe it does to children? Stay there, Peter, for a second. Let me go to Neve as well. Neve, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Neve? Oh. oh. Hang on, Neve. Come on, Neve. I turned you on, wouldn't I? Hang on, hang on. I need to switch on your number here. Three. There you. Neve. Hi. How are you? How's How things? You? Good. Good. <laughs> Now, sorry, I should ask the question. I'm the host. Uh, Neve. Yeah. <laughs> do, I mean, look, we have saw what the Chinese are doing today. It's all over the news that they're banning children from playing video games Monday to Friday and only one hour at the weekend. Now, they have the technology to do it. There's ulterior motives in China for that, by the way, apart from just the damage mm-hmm. it's doing to children. It's the Western influences they don't want either, okay? But in saying that, in theory, as parents, we should be policing our children, shouldn't we? Absolutely. It's our job. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you protect them in every other way. Why would you suddenly stop protecting them when it comes to something that's coming in from the outside to influence them? Okay, and you, you I mean, you've got a little fella. How old is he now? He'll be 12 in two weeks. Jesus, he's aging with the show. Your daughter is, how old is your daughter, 19, 20? 21. Oh, stop. The last time I talked to you, she was 17. Anyway, Neve. <laughs> so, Neve, your little fella, I'm assuming, does he play games? He does. He's got a PlayStation. Okay. He's got a play- he got one last. That was the first time now he got one last Christmas. Okay, from Santa Claus. Okay. We held so- off as long as we could. Right, okay. So, when he plays his PlayStation, or how often does he play his PlayStation? I want you to be honest with me now. I won't accuse you of being a lazy parent, but how often does he play it? He he plays it as often as he wants. So, if he does feck all, he plays it feck all. So, he has well, now this is before he went back to school, so he had stuff he had to do, you know. So he had certain jobs. He looked after the dog, feeds the dog. Um, it's all in the morning. He does a bit of hoovering. He cleans up and he cleans the bathroom. Okay, so there he has he has household stuff. chores he must do. And if he doesn't do them, he doesn't go on it. Then he can go on it for in the morning time. He'd get up and he'd do his job. He could go on it maybe for an hour. Then he we'd go out. For a walk somewhere because I don't drive, so the car's gone. So anywhere I have to go, we have to walk, and he has to come. That's the rule. You have to just get out and put the legs out underneath them. 
So that's another couple of hours. And, has, and does then, he ever object? Absolutely, every single day. Yeah, okay. he's, he's, a, he's normal. <laughs> he's <a> normal <laughs> okay. Perfect. I don't want to go. He gives out, oh yeah, why do I have to go? I'm nearly 12. Yeah. But, you know, if I let him, he'd be honest from the minute he got up until the minute he went to bed. So what happens it's, when he gets to 16 years of age and you've less control over him? And you get to start. I, you start getting that you're ruining my life. And to be honest, I can, I can only hope that I've brought him up enough to have other interests and to want to, you know. By the time he gets to that point, yeah. Yeah, I want him to get into other things. You see, he's not. He's not a sporty kid at all. And yeah, well, I wasn't not, either. I wasn't a sporty kid. I was a technology kid, even though even though there wasn't yeah, that much technology he's, around. He's incredibly te- like the stuff he knows like will blow you away. You know, the stuff he can come out. He could name. Nearly every single Pokemon. There's probably eight hundred of the lads, you know, and yeah. he just not he he gets it, you know. And I don't want to. No, and and by the way, you were right. Yeah, my my oldest son was a technology, wasn't into sport or anything like that or outdoor activity. And I got him into computers. I got him building computers like mm-hmm. Peter's son. I had him building computers at the age of fourteen or fifteen because I love computers. I had him into Windows. I had him everything. He now works for a big company. And he's a senior uh, software developer, and he's making yeah, a lot of money. That's what I. That's yeah. what I want to do because. He's not. He's also um, he's very quiet. He's very shy. He's not brilliant at making friends. So he, if I allowed him to isolate himself, he'd isolate himself happily. Yeah. Because that world is safe for him. Right. There's no one coming into that world that can, you know, say things to him or you know, because he'll say, "Oh, I can't do that." Okay, Nothing but do you, do you think parents yeah. in general? I mean, do you, well, firstly, do you think video games, and and we see parents who allow their kids to play them for five and six hours per day. Do you think those kids are, are those kids first are missing out on life? And do you think those parents are bad parents? I think that it can really affect them. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him and he's the quietest, sweetest, gentlest kid. I've seen him get aggressive. Because of the and game? Seen, yeah. When it's, and it's not something like GTA or anything. It's bloody Minecraft or something age appropriate. And if, he can't, if it's a difficult level, he gets frustrated. And he'll come down in the mood. No, I can't beat the boss. So I was like, well, okay, we'll take a break then. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, P- Peter, do you Something see else? that too? Do you see that aggression, Peter, in, in your little fella now and again? Yeah, he takes it outside to the football field now. So much on the, on <laughs> Kicks the, the ball a few times. That's the healthy I think thing, that, yeah, mine won't. I think that's a great thing that the girl is saying, like rewarding your children for doing things. Like the same with, with my young lad, he'll have to get up in the morning and we've a few dogs here, he'll have to clean them and and do certain things around the house, otherwise that bill that gets paid for the internet won't be paid and he won't have internet. So mm. it's good to teach them stuff like that as well, that, you know, if they do things, they'll be rewarded and not not so much uh, only computer games, but other little rewards for their lives as well. I think it's a great thing. Because they take everything for granted, the internet that they're playing their games yeah. on, the electricity that powers the game, the screen that's being powered. They take everything for granted, the heat that they have in the room, everything the that you pay charges. for. Yeah. He, he had a little bit of money saved and I went to get a post office account and when he found out he charged him money every month, he said, no, I'm not putting me money in there. <laughs> six, what's a six so euro a month, yeah. Well, consider the real world. Yeah, the we bank charge. What was the story, by the way, with the bank charges? Sorry, sorry to digress slightly. Yeah. But it's, have we all known, have you noticed that too, Neve? Yeah, they've gone up. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. It's like, like the worst times mm-hmm. the month, end of the month. Thanks for that. Yeah. And like, I was <laughs> today and I took the last bit I had, little bastard. Yeah, 10 and 20 quid a month, like, you know what I mean? And bank charges. Pass them I've, on heard to people, I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard people saying 60 and 70 in certain banks. Yeah, well, it depends on, how, it depends on how much money you're spending, I suppose, and how many direct oh, yeah. debits you have, because you're charged for all those direct debits as well. 
Alan must be because I'm poor then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I found myself now lately, even though I'm Bank of Ireland, I use the, the Revolut card all the time. Yeah. And um, because there's no charges. We got, um, I don't know, Peter, if you've heard of this. I only found it, I actually found it on, ironically, on social media. It's called a swirl card. I got one for my lad. I, it, there's no charge on it whatsoever. He can't use it as a debit card or anything like that. But you can put his pocket money onto it. And yeah. then he can use that on the PlayStation. So but that's the like same as Revolut, yeah. Revolut are exactly... Yeah. You, you can get... On your adult account, you can get what they call a junior Revolut. And they'll get a little yeah. card, which gets them used to the big world, I suppose. And then mm. you know, they can put out the app, but you can control everything they spend. Yeah. And you and you can and you can put you can put pocket money over to go over to them every week and stuff like that as well. Revolut do that too. It's called Junior Revolut, and they're very good. I mean, I don't know why the the banks, uh, the main banks that we all know and love, uh, allegedly. I don't know why they're not keeping up with the technology because if I look at my say Bank of Ireland statement and I look at my Revolut statement, on my Revolut statement I can see every single entry where I spent it. I can literally get a map on the screen of where it was, the name of the shop. They nearly tell you the person who served you, right? But yet I look at my Bank of Ireland statement and sometimes it's for transactions I see numbers and I go, what was that for? Yeah. And I don't even or, know what it's for. It comes, it comes up four or five days later. Yeah, that's and what I'm first, saying. Whereas Revolut is instant. instant. Like so how can one company do it instantly and the other, and a major bank like Bank of Ireland or AIB or the rest of them, how can they not do it instantly? I don't, I don't get it. They're lazy. I think they're lazy because they know they have it, but they don't care. And well, they don't, well, they don't really anymore. They're starting to lose it now. Okay, let me, let me go back to games. Anyway, Kate, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Kate? I know, I'm very good. Um, I'm just bunking in on this from a completely different, older age group, okay? My son is 16, okay? Yep. I'll just give a quick background. I've spoken to you before. He did not return to the classroom um, last September due to his underlying health conditions. Okay. Um, and thankfully, tomorrow morning, he's going back into fourth year. Um, he's fully vaccinated and he's very excited about it. And what what were remind me again because I do remember vaguely speaking to you, Kate, but remind me of his underlying health conditions. Oh no, no there are so many. I'm not going to get into. Okay, it. Oh, all right. Okay, right. He has lots of them. But anyway, look. Hopefully, please God, this year will go great for him. He's yeah. very excited. That's good. I'm delighted he's gone back to school. Delighted to hear that. Online kids spending online or spending time online. It depends on what how much what they're doing, the time that they're spending online. Yeah. When, right, okay. Just in, we'll say just today, right, he did his theory test online. Yeah. Now, due to his experience with Zoom and all the rest in the last 18 months, um, he gained huge confidence. Okay. Um, and he passed his theory test, which was great. Yeah. But he spent a lot of time, we'll say online, the last three weeks studying for that theory test. Okay. Um, aside from that, when um, when COVID happened first, and we'll say he was just February into his second year, um, and there wasn't really much being done on school, online, um, he's huge into his technology. Um, he ordered all the parts from different parts of the world to build his own PC. Yeah. Um, so that was just one. Number two... And does he play many games? Would he play games? Oh, he would have had when he was... I mean, he would have been... Himself now and his sister would have been huge into um, that Minecraft. Okay. Yeah, a lot of kids. Well, Minecraft, see, is not such a bad thing because it teaches them oh, the level of construction. Into, he and, was huge into Black yeah. Ops when he was 12 and 13 and 14. Yeah. 
huge into black ops, which was absolutely horrendous. But but but, but if he was in, and that was twelve or thirteen. Mm. But is black ops not not an over eighteens game? It absolutely is. So why so why was he playing it? Because we educated ourselves, and it was just something that he enjoyed doing at the time. No, he's huge into. But but well, Hank, with the greatest respect. If my kid said to me at 12 years of age, I want to watch Reservoir Dogs, Dad, I would have said, no. <laughs> it's over 18s. It's not, it's not appropriate for you. The same way as if a 12-year-old comes and says, can I play Grand Theft Auto, Dad? Uh, well, no, because there's hookers in it and there's strippers and murderers in it. it uh, no. Depends, Niall, it depends. It depends. It truly, really depends on the child that you're dealing with. I don't agree. No, I completely no. disagree with you, Kate. Uh, I completely, no, no, Kate. No, no, they no, they put they no. put the eighteen on the no. game, or if it's Black Ops, I'm not too sure if it's eighteen or sixteen. I can't remember. But they put it on the game like they do a movie for a reason. Absolutely. Can they I do. say something down on? They do, but they will do the very, very same with TikTok and Facebook and why? Absolutely, absolutely. And and for a reason, and a good reason, uh, the age for those social media um, apps is 13 years of age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for Facebook, it's 13. Twitter is 13 as well, as far as I know. And um, they're all, most of them are all 13. And, and you, as a parent, now Twitter and Facebook and everybody else, TikTok, can't be responsible. A child can be subjected to far worse on TikTok. No. Absolutely. Uh, well, hold on for a second. You're right. They can be subjected to far worse. Mind you, I've seen TikTok. There is no real violence on TikTok. There's no nudity on TikTok. Very little. And a TikTok spot, they'll take it down reasonably quickly. They're fairly, they're fairly good at it, okay? From what, what, I, from what I've seen in my TikTok. What account. about the bullying on Facebook now? Or on but, but, but that's your job as a parent to monitor all that. Ah, is it I'm not? No, and I've got a 16-year-old now. He's nearly 17. No, I'm talking about when he was 12. You were told me he was playing an adult game at 12 years of age, but you said because he liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, Peter, you want to say something to Kate there? Go ahead. Yeah, no, not only would he be playing that game, that's an 18s game, but the people that he would be playing it with would be a mixture of adults and all other people in these different clans. And if you yeah. open up your child... To one of no, these but, games but that, that has other other clans and everything monitored. else on it. He was sorry, he was that was monitored. He wasn't just playing it on his own. Either me or his father were in the room when he was playing. Ah, we just stop, Kate. You he weren't in the room. The whole few hours <laughs> <in the laughs> Kate, come on, look. You know, it's it's all right here. We're all you know, we're all adults here. We're all you know, being honest with each other. Kate, you weren't in the room for the whole time. He was playing it all the time. No, he would have been limited to probably maybe a Friday evening treat. That, you see now, now you're now you're, you told me a few minutes ago he was playing it all the time. No, not yeah. Yeah, you weren't now, Kate. It's okay. I mean, I understand. I'm not giving out. I'm just saying you weren't in the room all the time. He was playing it. No, no, he was playing it all the time. But yeah, with one of us, with one of us ah, in the room. Yeah, in the room. Yeah. So, so as, a, as an adult, Kate, you, you you sat in the room all the time when he was playing it. Why wouldn't I? Okay, okay. It was in the sitting room. I would have been sitting there probably reading a book or whatever. Okay, well, personally speaking, the only thing I disagree with, John, and everything you've said so far, and, and I'm delighted your son is back at school, but the very idea that you would let a 12-year-old play an adult game. And by the way, you're not on your own, case. I'm not suggesting for one minute this is an isolated yeah, situation. They were all I think is wrong. They were all playing it. I they couldn't care less. I couldn't care less if they're all playing it. It's not right. They put these certificates on games for a reason. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. There's a reason. The same way as you're not allowed to let your child watch Pulp Fiction. Right. Because okay. it's an 18-year-old, so, an 18-year-old I, movie. So, right. I can sign up to Netflix, okay? Yeah. Right? You're an adult. Exactly. But I have, we'll say, um, he's in the fam, as they call it. You have a what? He's in what we call the fam. Yeah, you have a family account. Yes, yeah, yeah. A family account. Yeah, yeah. He can watch whatever he wants on Netflix. Yeah, but that's your job as a parent. He's going on 17. He's going on. No, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about when he was 12. When he's 17, I couldn't care less what he's watching. (laughs) Right. But I'm talking about when a child is 12. Neve, am I, I mean, Neve, am I wrong here? Am I losing me, me mind here? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, hang on, hang on, Kate. Hang on for just a second. Uh, sorry, Neve, am I wrong? Am I, am I being wrong and unfair to Kate here in relation to the, this game? Personally, I have a 12-year-old right now. Um, no, he wouldn't be playing games like that. They're, to me, they're just not appropriate. They bring up stuff you don't need to know about yet. That he doesn't need to be thinking about. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be knowing about being a sniper. Uh, hang on, Kate. Hang on, Kate. I let you respond in a second. Hang on. Hang on. So I don't want him to know about what the best gun is to kill somebody. I don't want him to know about you know coming down telling me about kill rates and all this sort of stuff. Mm, body but bags and yeah. What I do is, you know, he and he has. I mean, he's 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 a normal kid. He ah, he pushes his luck. Can I play such and such? As a general problem, just let me watch it first, and then he sees his face fall because he knows that if I have to sit through this, or even sit through the first five minutes, because then he's Kate said she sits with him playing it all the time, which is fair enough. At either different times. Okay, fair enough. Obviously not now. And and, and And what about has he got GTA? What's GTA? Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) If you are sitting beside him, you'd see it. <laughs> oh, he's finished that game, is he? He, right. he had that when he was 11. <laughs> I said he is finished with playing games. Now, oh. he's, now at 16, his whole thing is, is and, and, this is, and this is what okay. so he spent his, his time on online, right? He's huge into his rugby. He's huge into his fitness. That's right? good. If there is... So he watches, or he watches, he follows all the, an Insta, he follows all his, the guys that he's... Yeah, his, well, I mean, no, no, that's right? all good, that, Case. That, 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 and also, right? Um, Look, okay, I have to wrap this up in a second. I'm not saying that him playing the over-18s game at 12 years of age, or over-16s, or whatever the hell it is, is going to be damaging for the rest of his life. Most likely it probably isn't. But I think the overall picture here, tonight about children and this law coming in in China playing games constantly and being addicted to them it's not good for them the western world yeah no no it depends on the human being we would be very open in our family every family isn't the same okay listen on that note I have to wrap but thank you Case it's been entertaining apart from anything else Neve thank you very much indeed and Peter as well Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.